Blog Talk Radio. In a world where the Constitution is under attack, one team of patriots stands up to fight for what's right with courage, strength, truth, and justice. Backed by popular demand and broadcasting live via the internet, this is the world-famous Rage Against the Regime, bringing you hard-hitting exclusive interviews and covering the topics the mainstream media doesn't dare to touch. Here are your hosts, Bobby Who's the Man and Becky Williams. Hey, welcome back to Rage Against the Regime. I will be your host today, along with my brother, Bobby Who's the Man Ritter. Say hi, Bobby. Hey, 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 I feel like a stranger in a strange land. It's been a while. It's been a while. Doing Spreaker, uh, running a solo without interaction uh, changes uh, changes the situation. So, yeah, a little rusty, uh, but we are back by popular demand. I am your host, Becky Williams, the true singer, and we are going to kick some ass and take some names today. Hey, brother, uh, I I reached out to a gentleman. Uh, today, uh, I tagged you to the video. I didn't, don't know if you had the opportunity to take a look at it. Uh, and he he has indicated to me that he will call in. I want to touch base real quick. I've got a caller on six zero two as the area code. I want to I want to see if this is Josh. Area code six zero two. Your your microphone is open. Who have we got? That'd be Karen. Hey Karen, how you doing, sister? Welcome Pretty back. Good. Live, we're running the uh, open mic. Say hi to Bobby. Bobby has uh, Bobby's been busting his ass, working a lot of hours, and he's got a sick hey, Bobby. Today, so I don't know how long we're gonna have. Hello. Hey. Go ahead, Bobby. I'm gonna give you the floor, brother. Take it away. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. There's so much to talk about. I mean, we've we've been covering things for days on end. You know, I mean, here, you know, yesterday after the situation that we had where, you know, all these cell phones were purchased from, what, three or four different stores, then we had all these tanks, propane tanks being uh, stolen from different stores. Now somebody walks into a Walmart yesterday and buys every laptop in the Walmart store Nobody even tries to contact authorities until the gentleman, I'm not, I'm using the word gentleman because he's a man, but of course he's not a gentleman, tops, walks out of the store, then all of a sudden they want to start calling authorities. Hello? You know, wouldn't you think while the guy's in the store, that might have somebody here that might be linked to something that's going on, you know, that has something to do with these, these cell phones and the propane tanks and everything? No! No, doesn't, you know, not even an inclination to even think like that until the guy walks out of the store. You know why? You want me to tell you why? Because the freaking media. I know why. And and the DOJ talking smack and shit about profiling. What was it the neighbor said in San Bernardino, the reason why they didn't speak up? Oh, no, absolutely. Oh, we, you know what? We had feelings, and we thought that these people might have been like that, but you know what? We didn't want to offend anybody or this or that. Are you kidding me? Our nation, our nation right now is in trouble, okay? We are in trouble, 
and people want to start doing the Good Samaritan thing. Oh, you know what? I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings and this and that. Oh, really? Okay, when they start coming in here and they start killing people and everything else, which is probably going to be what's, what's going to happen, okay? A lot of people don't want to hear what's politically correct, okay? But I'm going to tell it to you like this. Any major event that you can think of that has happened to our country involved a Muslim except for one. That was Oklahoma, and that was Timothy McVeigh, who happened to do that to that building because what they did to the Davidians in Waco, Texas. Okay? Yeah, that was a backlash. Yeah. Exactly. That's why Timothy McVeigh did it. But go and look at all the other major uh, events and catastrophes that have happened here that were caused by a human being, and Muslims have been attached to it. Well, you know what it is? Here's the deal. They'll profile the shit out of a Christian, and they'll profile the shit out of a, a cop or a white person. But God forbid we should profile the foreign invaders and call them wetbacks, Muslims, or uh, Somalians. See, this is all a part of the PSYOP destruction of America. It is to uh, silence the citizen. It is to brainwash uh, the idiots uh, into thinking that there are moderate Muslims, that this is not an invasion. These are poor refugees. Come on, Bobby. Uh, I received a notice today from EllisCounty.com. Now, for you, uh, you folks out there that don't know what Ellis County is, that happens to be the county that my daughter lives in, just 40 miles south of me, okay? They dump by way of Assembly of God making millions off the contract uh, charities. They dumped now 700. It was supposed to be 400. It shouldn't have been one. Uh, South Americans, so they say, unaccompanied minors ages 13 to 18. Give me a friggin' break, okay? Nobody is just going to shove their children out the door and tell them to find their way to a border to be brought into America as refugees. Ellis County issued a DHS, FBI, local authority, citizens awareness, uh, situational awareness alert today. And those bastards are in the backyard of my grandchildren. You think I'm not pissed off? You think I'm not angry about what's going on in America today? And the gentleman I was telling you about that did the video this morning, uh, Josh, and and I'm praying he's on the line now. You guys got to hear what he has to say. I wasn't even aware of this, Bobby. The U.N. has sent their own people by way of the, the oligarchy, the sleeper cell, Goat humping, piece of shit, Muslim usurper, I said it, in Washington, sent the U.N. into Alabama and into Texas over the abortion issue and racial profiling, brother. They're claiming racial profiling in Alabama because they shut down uh, the Department of Public Safety that issues your driver's license uh, due to uh, budget cuts. They were more expensive to keep opening uh, than they were making money to operate. There just simply wasn't enough business in those areas. Uh, so go ahead, Bobby. I'm sorry. I went on a little rant there. Hey, I'm well, look what just, well, look what just happened just recently. The government went into the uh, offices 
in um, in uh, what the hell is it? Dearborn, Michigan. They went in there. Come to find out, everything is ran. We know this. This is little Muslim land up there. Okay, Dearborn, Michigan is the the capital of Muslim America. Okay, and and I those two words should never go together. Okay, but. That's where all the Muslims live. They went in there, come to find out everything that was being done in there was being done their way. Not the government's way, not the constitutional way, the way of the Muslim. Now, another thing that really pisses me off is in Brooklyn, that judge got sworn in by putting her hand on the Quran. What the hell? Man. Are you kidding me? Man, don't get, don't judge get me gets sworn in. That- yeah, don't, oh man, don't get me started, because you know where I'm going to go with that. Uh, Damn. I, and then, I, and then, you know, I know it, go ahead. I don't know if you heard about the uh, the uh, fake um, border patrol vehicle that they had, and a bunch of illegals were coming in through a for, uh, fake border uh, patrol vehicle. So I'm wondering... You know, how long that thing's been in circulation and how many other people might have been coming in in the vehicle like that. Bobby, we know, you know, listen, if the news tells you 100,000 were brought in, you can rest assured that that is a false number. It is far greater. When they tell you we created 200,000 jobs, uh, it's bullshit. That's going to be less because... Everything they do, every lie that that is perpetrated through mainstream media, all this bullshit that they keep trying to feed America is to serve purpose for their political agenda. And I guarantee you, and I've said it a million times on this show, for not just Obama's uh, tenure, but for many years, especially since the OPEC uh, uh, treaties were signed in the early 70s, they have been brought in daily by aircraft all over this country. And that border and the Canadian border have also been pouring through those borders uh, with foreign invaders from many nations, not just Mexico and Canada. Uh, Laredo sector alone, Laredo had 43 different countries. We're talking about, listen, who's funding this, Bobby? That's, that's the big question. Who's funding this? Who is funding the invasion of the entire friggin' globe? These penniless, back uh, uh, desert degenerates have nothing. You tell me how they can afford $8,000 to $15,000 to get on an aircraft and come to friggin' America from the middle of no man's land. You explain that one, brother. And doing it by the hundreds of thousands all over Europe and all over America. There are literally... Over 100 million Muslims by birth or uh, invasion in America today. We are so screwed. Well, you know as well as I do where it's coming from. From the likes of George Soros, Rothschilds, Rockefellers, everybody that, that has their own personal agenda, okay? Because you know what? If there's no war, there's no money. How can you fund both sides of the war if there isn't a war? So why not get the American people start start bringing in all these refugees or whatever the hell you want to call them? Because I I say the oh, army, okay? You know 
these guys, this is not families coming in, a husband and wife and their kid, and they're trying to get a, a fresh new start in America, like when we were kids and we remember, okay? People used to come here because they wanted opportunity, and they wanted to start, you know, a nice family and get good jobs and everything else. That's not what this is. This is 18 to 25-year-old guys coming here that, that are pretty much ready, you know, to, to cause havoc. Okay? That's ready what to they cause done havoc. in Ellis County, Bobby. They dumped 13 to 18-year-olds. The majority of them are males. And you're going to tell me they're unaccompanied minors? Bullshit. They teach Bullshit. these kids to hate us and to kill. Listen, I've watched videos of nine-year-olds. I've seen a million of them also. Yeah, you know, uh, kindergartners or younger cutting the heads off of stuffed animals in a class, uh, blindfolded, taking apart an AK-47 and putting it back together in a matter of minutes. I mean, this we're in trouble. Listen, this is no longer the land of the free and the home of the brave. It's the land of the free shit. And home of a bunch of cowards, in my opinion, because we are sitting on our ass, sucking our thumbs, being pissed off, and we're not doing shit to stop the madness. That's why I titled the show today, A World Gone Mad. Friggin' unbelievable. Brother, let me see if this is Josh on Area Code 205. Area Code 205, open up your mic. Who have I got? Hey, this is Josh. Oh, man, Josh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, brother. Uh, Welcome to Rage Against the Regime. I'm Becky Williams, known as the true stinger or patriot goddess. You pick it. I don't care. Uh, Just don't call me late for dinner. We won't have a problem. Uh, Josh um, Josh, uh, put up an amazing uh, video. Uh, Josh, can you introduce yourself to, uh, to Bobby and the rest of our listeners out there? And by the way, you've got a broad audience. Uh, 43 countries listen to the, uh, Rage Against the Regime because we don't feed bullshit to anybody. We make sure we check our facts. We give out factual information, and we sting the hell out of the truth, and we don't care who we offend with it. So, brother, you're in great company today. Introduce yourself, and uh, if you wouldn't mind, go go over a little bit of what you went over with the video today. Sure, no no problem. Uh, my name's Josh. I'm from Alabama. Uh Patriot, veteran, uh, asshole. Mm, that pretty much covers the introduction, I suppose. Um, I posted a video. We uh, we've got a talk radio show in the mornings. It's local, and um, what it was is is the state auditor was the one who broke the story. None of the other government officials, none of the other state government officials had the nerve or the audacity to say anything about it. And what it is 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 the 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 regime in DC sent uh investigators from the UN, invited investigators from the UN to come in and um basically look for anything that they could find that they deemed um uh, I'm trying to figure out the word to look for here. Um, anything that they thought was not Prejudice? what they believed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, right. 
So, you know, I just, I made that video, it was more off the cuff than anything, because I was pissed off, and uh, I'm sorry, I just, I think that's bullshit. We don't need the UN, I don't need no damn little blue hat running around here judging my life. Like I said in that video, you can go fuck yourself thoroughly. It's my life, I'm going to live it the way I want to, I'm not hurting anybody, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I want to live my life and be left the hell alone. I don't need somebody telling me what I can and can't do. I serve my country. I've seen what this world has to offer. I've been in the shit. I don't give a damn what you can say to try to sway me from that. I was listening earlier before before you opened the mic up on it, uh, some of this stuff that you were talking about with these... uh, 18 to 35 year old males coming in to the country <clears throat> I've been in situations and been in places around the world in the military where I've seen what these <clears throat> and I'm going to use this term loosely refugees are capable of so I don't care what anybody says But whenever you come in here and you look of age to pick up a gun, manufacture some type of explosive or incendiary device to use it with malice, I'm not going to play that. And I'm going to profile you, and I'm going to make sure that you know that I'm watching you. I believe in the Second Amendment. I carry a weapon. I have at least one weapon on me at all times. You'll see one, but you might not know about the other two or three that I have on me, at the, uh, on my person. I'm of the firm belief that if I'm going to die in some sort of situation like that, it's not going to be from a lack of shoot back. And by God, I'm going to make sure I take a few of you with me. That's just my personal belief. So, you know, I, I'm not really sure... What you would want me to say, you know, I, w- I wish there was a way you could play the video on there, because Man, like I, I said, I'm just, too, <laughs> I'm just, you know, well, I'm just a, a dumb country, country boy. Too. You know, ahead, I'm just Josh. a dumb country boy from Alabama. That's all I am. I'm just a poor country boy from Alabama. I work, try to raise my daughter the best way I know how, and teach her to look and see through the bullshit that this world is trying to push on us. Whereabouts in Alabama? I'm uh I'm out in the middle of bumfucked Egypt, Alabama. My, <laughs> well, town, my, but brother, I live. my family my family's from Alabama, that's why I ask. Ah, uh, whereabouts? Hartsville and Huntsville, um Hatton, uh, uh Muscle Shoals, Town Creek, Fockville. Okay, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're a little uh, they're a little north of me. I'm I'm just north of Birmingham. The town I live in okay. has one one traffic light, and they didn't get Sounds that until like I was 16 years old. I grew up <laughs> in cow pastures and pollen fields. Well, when I lived in Alabama, I lived in Hatton, Alabama, okay? And, and that, that's one of the places I lived. And our main place, we had a gas station that was a video store that was a post office that was a... It was everything, and it was at a stop sign. There was no light. There was like 500 people in the town. That was our town. <laughs> oh, 
know, you, you had us beat by about 425 people. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you some hillbilly boys. Let's yeah. Oh, yeah. Brother, we're all pissed off. We're all pissed off. And when we have a vet like yourself, and thank you for your service, sir. Uh, I salute you. I hire only vets. We have a military-grade training facility, 28 miles of uh, island, just off the coast of Texas. And uh, my partner is a Marine. He's, uh, if I said retired Marine, he'd slap me around my ears. So I'm just going to tell you he's a Marine. And and we have the utmost respect. But I'll tell you something else that just really gets up under my skin is I go out and I feed the homeless and I work uh, to to put clothes on them and give them blankets and give them food. And I treat them like human beings when I do it. I sit down and I talk to them and I hug them and I shake their hand and and treat them with respect. But we're seeing uh, more and more incidents of our our homeless Americans and and the majority uh, maybe vets in one particular area uh, where they congregate together, they're homeless, uh, they're defenseless, uh, they're, they're destitute, they're depressed, they're neglected, uh, they're sick, they're not receiving their medical treatment. And those that are, they're, they're putting them on psychotropic drugs so that they can uh, deem them ineligible to, to carry a weapon, uh, saying they're right. incompetent to some degree for a mental illness issue. And, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, brother. I'm that bitch. And you know somebody um, that knows me. And believe me, I am known all around the world, not just in America. When I ran for governor of Texas, I ran under a, a, a platform of secession. I had a, a mission statement that pissed a lot of people off. In fact, Donald Trump just quoted one of my mission statements that I sent him and asked him to implement in his uh, in his campaign uh, because we need to deal with the status of uh, this, this is not a refugee thing that's going on, Josh. This is an invasion of America. No, it's not. I'm in agreement with Bobby. Yes, exactly. I'm in agreement with Bobby. I believe these are foot soldiers. They're being funded by your tax dollars. We are being forced, extorted, forced to take our money and give it to uh, an oligarchy, the Federal Reserve, uh, the IRS, whatever you want to call it. And and then they take that money and they do stupid shit with it, like force me to work and slave for that money and then go fund wars that they're funding both sides of and sending my soldiers, my brothers and sisters, into the battlefield to be slaughtered for the almighty dollar and the greed of a few. And I'm sick of it. I'm tired of what's going on in America. I'm tired of what's going on in the world. And, brother, for the life of me, you're a veteran. I'm going to ask you the same question I ask all my veterans. What the hell is our military doing that they have not removed this bastard? We know. <laughs> you know, I've been asking myself that question for the past. I you know. I, I I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go out here and be honest. I gave him. I gave him the first two years. I was like, okay, well, you know, Bush kind of fucked up there at the end. Let's see if he's gonna actually change anything. Well, <laughs> he changed everything. All right. You know, now now he's he, all he's done is is take two pieces of bread and he's just started stacking shit on it. All right, this is a huge shit sandwich and he's expecting everybody to take a bite out of it. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. And why we haven't 
gotten him out of office. It's not, and, and, but you've got to look at it this way. You've got to look at the broader scope of this. This is not just about him. This is about the powers that be. This falls all the way down to, um, you know, basically to the private sector, you know, the Rothschilds, the, the you know, the people, you know, people of high stature. The Federal Reserve. The Federal exactly. Reserve is where it goes to. And if you don't get these people out that are making these, you know, dumbass, you know, laws and preaching, you know, honey and gold to everybody who comes here, well, we've got veterans killing themselves every day. We have 22 veterans a day kill themselves. I'm a huge advocate of helping make sure that our veterans are taken care of. I'm a huge advocate of reaching out if anybody has a problem, anybody has a problem, and I can find out and I can find them, I'm going to call them, and I don't care if i got to talk to them all night and work Amen. 16 hours the next day. I'm going to make sure that they're okay and they're not going to hurt themselves. I belong you know, to um, um, and we do the same. Go ahead, brother. And, and you know... <clears throat> Until we fix the problem in-house, you can't fix the world's problems. And I don't think it's the—I don't think it's America's place to fix the world's problems. You fix Amen. your house on your own. And until you do that, quit asking for a fucking handout. I Organize well, we, your toys on the shelf the way they're supposed to be organized. Do what you got to do to get your house straight, and then we'll talk. But until well, we that, gotta be the big bullies on the block. You know, we got to be involved in everybody else's business all the time. We got to be the ones well, that you know got to go out here and you know get involved in everybody else's messes and try to clean them up. But see, one thing a lot of people don't realize they don't realize the reason why that's going on is because we fund both sides of the war. Right, so, right, right. You know, and I I get that. I get that totally. But what I'm right. saying is this. You know, you go back to the end of World War II, okay? Well, let's do a little history lesson here. You go back to the end of World War II. Uh, right before FDR died, right at the end of World War II, they created the United Nations. Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, we'll help you maintain it, but we don't want to be a part of it. And because of the theocracies and the pressures of all the other countries and the powers that be in the country, we were forced into something that he didn't want us to be in. All right? And this is coming from a Democrat, okay? Of all fucking people, a Democrat. It's like, nope, we want no part of this. Not going to happen. All right? And this man was a bigger fucking racist than George Wallace. Oh, yeah. So, you know, this is a guy who basically said, okay, all you Japs and all you Germans, you're not coming into our country while we're at war with you. This is the same theology that Donald Trump is talking about today. The same thing. All right? I'm not opposed to saying, okay, if if you can prove to me that, hey, this is what's going on, yeah, we'll let you in on a temporary visa, but your grass is going to be watched. And I also believe that if anybody is going to come into this country, you're going to serve in the military. If I was president, that's exactly what I'd be doing. You're going to come into my mil- you're going to come into my country. You're you're joining the military for at least at least ten years. 
you're going to serve 10 years in our military until you're properly assimilated into our culture. I would be scared of that because, you know, sleeper cells, it could be anything, and, you know, they, they would probably do more damage than they would do good. Well, you know, well, you know, you, know, you got to look at it this way too. There are all pros and cons and everything that you do, but you got to look at the you got to look at the fact too, um, that same aspect of it. If you strengthen your military, and I really believe they should bring back the draft. I really do. You want to have a part in this world? You're going to join the draft. Any type of contingency comes. You're going, you know, and you burn your draft card, you go to prison. But you're not going to go to some little comfy little prison where you're going to get an education and lift weights and, and finger each other in the ass all day long. Hell no. You're going to go somewhere, and you're going to bust big rocks into little rocks. And you're going to do that shit day in, day out. And you're going to be like like Sheriff Joe out there in Arizona. I'm going to put your ass in a pretty little jumpsuit, and you're going to pick up trash every fucking day. I'm going to make your life so goddamn miserable that you are going to hate yourself. There is I, no I, need, I, there I is no it. need. There is no need for America to be so pussified as it is now. It pisses me off so fucking bad I can't stand it. Well, you're in good company there, brother. I, I rage every day. And this isn't living... Uh, Bobby and I have had this discussion on more than one occasion and so, as I have with my listeners. Uh, this isn't living. We're not living. We are struggling to survive, and we're doing it in an angry shell every fucking day. And I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of looking over my shoulder as a white Christian female in this country and wondering who's going to attack me first in my own city. Who's going to come at me sideways? Is it going to be uh, the the pavement apes uh, that, that are on entitlement that want to uh, take whatever I may have worked for? Uh, my Harley, my new Rogue, uh, you know, my jewelry. They're going to target me because I'm female. Be a bad mistake. I'm not your average female, and we'll leave it at that. But you see what I'm saying? Or is it going to be... Uh, my police force, who I know is at this point um, being controlled by federal direction, not we're no longer uh, we're no longer sovereign as a state. You mentioned the UN came into Texas. Well, first of all, they have no business in my state, none at all, none whatsoever. There is there is no international law that gives them the right to come into my state and address our grievances and our own decisions concerning abortion, period. It's not their effing business. No, no, it's not. And for Obama to do that, that is an imposition of war. He is bringing in and doing what he damn well pleases. Listen, you're a soldier. You know there are many facets to war, many it's not just about gunfire and bombs uh, being uh, dropped or missiles. It is There are so many facets to war. What do you do? You have to conquer and conquer. You have to divide 
and you have to isolate, you have to section off and surround. You take regions, and that's what this son of a bitch is doing. And it's not just him. You're correct. It is a multitude. But I will tell you this. Everybody in Washington that has the power to call for removal from the sergeant of arms to the Senate and the House are guilty now of treason. They're aiding and abetting a usurper they know who was not eligible for a fact. Pelosi should be so far under uh, the ground after execution for treason, it's not even funny. She's the one who put him on the ballot. Four people went to jail under uh, Pelosi's direction to forge signatures to get him on the ballot to begin with. And they were tried and convicted in a court of law, and that's all we needed to know. There was your proof that he could not sit as president because they had to forge signatures just to get it done. So everybody up there is guilt felony. You look it up in the U.S. codes, and they're guilty of treason. They're guilty of aiding and abetting. And I'll go one further than that, brother. Your governors well, are guilty. Well, look at it this way. You know, uh, I, I know where you're coming from. I don't know necessarily that it falls all the way down to the governors because there are plenty of governors who have stood up and told Obama to shove it up his ass whenever it comes to these Syrian refugees coming in here. Um. <clears throat> Our founding fathers coined a bunch of phrases. Um, we have one right now that stands more so than any other phrase, and that is a house divided will not stand. And this house is being divided. Oh, this house yeah. is being divided to a point where you're going to have a matchstick holding up an entire side of a house while you've got bricks holding up the other side. And it's going to fall. And whenever it falls, that's whenever the shit's going to hit the fan. <clears throat> um, I foresee, you know, uh, I, I foresee a civil war amongst ourselves. Um, and that's when I believe that all of the Sharia law bullshit's going to start trying to be taken into effect. And we're going to have all these little muzzrats running around here, blowing shit up and screaming off a snack bar and durka durka shit. I really don't care. I'm sorry if I offend people. But you know what? Nowhere in the Constitution, nowhere in the Bill of Rights, nowhere in any of our historical documents that we hold truth to are your feelings protected. So if your feelings get hurt, I suggest you go and get in your car, go down to the corner store, and buy you about nine or ten boxes of Vagisil and rub it over which one hurts the worst. <laughs> that I'm sorry, you know, I, I'm in, you know, I, I'm an asshole. I've told you I'm an asshole. I don't care if you like me or not. You're not the first one that's not gonna like me, and you ain't gonna be the last one. Oh, believe me, I get hate all the time, brother. I get hate all the time. The liberals hate me. Uh, the Muslims hate me. Uh, the Black Lives Matter hate me. <laughs> I love it. Well, Bobby, uh, man, I am so glad I reached out to Josh today because he has so much to bring to the table. And, and brother, you you are the voice of the people. You know, everything you say that you may be ridiculed for are things that they wish they had the courage to say. 
And uh, you're definitely, like I said, in good company here. Bobby and I don't pull any punches. We say it like it is. We tell it like it is. But addressing the governors, I will tell you this. I have watched Abbott allow Common Core in the state of Texas as the attorney general uh, to be forced on our kids to teach them about Islam. Let me ask you a question. And now he's governor. Now he's governor. It's still here. Now he's governor. The the border's still wide open. Now he's governor, and the the uh, foreign invaders are still uh, receiving six thousand dollars a month in stipend, while I have homeless Americans and veterans on my streets, and this just pisses me off to no end. Uh, so you're aiding and abetting the invaders who came in illegally as the governor of my state. Your first job, your first tour, your first duty as commander in chief of the state of Texas is to secure the people to assure the safety of your people in your state. And he's felt miserably at that. And it's all fear, brother. Uh, by, by way of federal funds, uh, becoming the agent of the oligarchy to allow uh, Washington to impose an invasion on your state is criminal. And uh, it is aiding and abetting the enemy. Uh, Any time an American falls in this country, an American citizen falls um, into death at the hands of a foreign invader. They call them refugees or illegal aliens. That's an oxymoron. Uh, they 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 have assisted. They are guilty of um, uh, accessory to murder. Uh, but it is an imposition of war. Uh, it is war when they fire on a citizen. It's war when they rape one, traffic one. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what the crime is against the person. These people should not be here, and it's by way of the state government and the federal government that they remain. Um, if you look up the acts of war, the invasion of a border of one foreign nation into another nation, uh, which has been going on for many years and not being addressed, or the firing upon their citizens from that international border on the other side, and they've even come into Texas and fired upon us, uh, is an act of war. And it's an act of war that has gone unanswered not only by the federal government or our military concerning the Mexican border, but it is also uh, a failure by my governor uh, to not put his state guard out there. And uh, So here's how you fix that problem. This is how I'd fix that problem. Whoever... The GOP determines to 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 run for presidency, whether it be Trump yeah. or Cruz or Rubio, you know, whoever. This is what I do. This is what I would do if I was running for president. If I was running for president, the first thing I would do is I would repeal every every single one of Obama's executive actions. I'd repeal Obamacare. And every homeless veteran that I have, I'm going to employ them because I'm going to shut the borders down, and I'm going to have every veteran that is available patrolling every place that I can to ensure that we are safe. That's what Trump wants to do. He wants to put this wall up, and he wants to have them work in the security. And that's a great idea. Absolutely. And that—that that is well, not only that, but this—the gun-free zones. <laughs> I 
I'm sorry. That's like sticking your hand in a fucking grease fire every five seconds going, ow, that hurts. I don't I don't need to do that again. <laughs> and then reaching back in there and doing it. I mean, I'm sorry. That that's just a that's just a definition of of stupidity to me. Um <clears throat> gun free zones, schools. Get you some veterans. Let them patrol. Get you a squad. I agree. Get you a squad per school. And let them patrol. And you got some crazy ass some bitch coming in there with a little pop gun and he's gonna be staring down and have ARs pointed at him and have some Marine come and kick his balls up through his throat. <clears throat> and then people are gonna start realizing, hey, we're not playing with you. We're gonna hurt you. See that's I'm the thing. Tired. We haven't been doing anything to prove that we are not playing games. They don't know that because we haven't done anything to prove that we're not playing games. Okay, yeah, okay. We're, we're, we're doing airstrikes or whatever and this and that, but people are starting to now react, okay? We've okay. been posting. You, 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 you said strikes. You're talking about, you're talking, John, you're talking about airstrikes. All right, do you realize that during the Bush administration, whenever we were bombing Iraq and Afghanistan, our Air Force, our Navy, and all of our other allies were flying. The Air Force alone was flying over 375 sorties a day, dropping wow. bombs and bombing, bombing the shit out of them. That's just the Air Force, all right? right. Under, under the Obama administration, we fly five to eight a week. Oh, you're kidding. Well, let that sink in. Let that sink in. Well, what, what, I was to, what, I, what I was really trying to get at, though, is the American public is sick of this, okay? You seen the other day in California, somebody bomb-fired that, that uh, mosque that those um, idiots came out of that did that, uh, you know, that striking them people. So right. here we are. Everybody's starting to, you know, finally wake up, and people are starting to get tired. And you know what? Well, too many people have said it the same thing. The only way that you're going to get a reaction is to give an action, and that's what's going on. Look at it like the old west. Look at it like the old west. You go out, you get in a gunfight, you kill some guy. Okay, you go to court, you go to trial. They determined that, hey, this this wasn't a just, you know, yeah, it might have been justified. He drew on you, but the reason wasn't good enough. So, you know what? We're going to go out here and we're going to publicly hang you and watch, and all these ladies and little kids are going to watch you scream and kick and shit yourself, and that's what needs to happen again. You go out here and you start killing people, and don't put them in prison where they go through countless rep- appeals and try to get out of what they did when they know they did it wrong, if they have you beyond a shadow of a doubt and you start making an example out of motherfuckers, then you don't have nothing to worry about. Oh, amen. Because people are are going to act right. Yep, I agree. Because you know what? A lot of them people are not really wanting to do what they're going to be doing. I believe a lot of them are going to be forced to do what they're going to do, but they will still do it. Okay, I think if you start picking examples like you just said, I think a lot of them are going to be like, "Man, hell with that, I'm out of here." Well, you started you started on the lower levels and you work your way up. 
You know, everybody says, oh, you got to start at the top. you got to start at the top. No, you build a firm foundation on the country. That's what our forefathers set out to start doing. That's where we were headed. And somewhere along the way, we took a left fucking turn way off the damn cliff. It's time to start climbing back up and get level-headed and get sure-footed and build back what we had. All right. I agree. I agree 100%, brother. And you know what? Then you start seeing your little street urchins, your little pavement thugs out here that think it's so cool to shoot up a whole city and kill innocent children and innocent victims uh, because they're gang members. You start seeing those little bastards understand uh, that we're not going to take your shit. You're going to die. You're not going to the, the pen to get smarter and stronger and cry about your rights being violated and watch cable TV and be given every... Uh, right that should be taken away from you because you abused your right as a human being in this uh, country. You you know, you make an example, and I agree with you completely, sir, on the border issue, and that was, in fact, part of my mission statement, uh, was to take my homeless vets, retrain them with my veterans, and get with my state guard, and with orders to uh, deny entry into this country by invasion on that border, by any means necessary needed to be used. And that meant if you had to shoot to kill to stop the bastard from coming across the river, that's what you did. You shut down the drug cartels, those on the border that are guilty of being bought and paid for by the cartel from the courts to the uh, to the local law enforcement, to the sheriffs that are corrupt down there, to the ranchers and the citizens that are giving uh, a highway or a path into this nation with that type of drug uh, activity, gang activity, human trafficking, you name it, it's being done on our Texas border. It's a it's a battlefield down there for the people who are trying to live, uh, just be Americans and live their lives and, and enjoy their property without invasion. You do what needs to be done. Does it sound harsh? Yeah, but do we really give a shit? Because they're killing us in, in massive numbers on the border. It's not being reported by the media, and that and that's been going on for years. This is not something that has only become problematic under Obama's tenure. This is something that we have in the state of Texas been dealing with for more than 50 years on the border issue. But the problem is you've got a DOJ, you've got a current regime and a previous regime, uh, and I'm going to say the Bush, Bush administration, they're guilty of funding the drug cartel, and providing weapons to them. And then even when they got caught red-handed doing it, American citizens died with those weapons. Agents died at the hands of the cartel using those same weapons. And the drugs are killing our children. They're killing our young adults. Uh, Everything that's attached to the drug running coming out of that border is prostitution. It's robbery. It is uh, uh, death. I mean, Everything that's attached to running drugs, and we've got a government who's taking our tax money and forcing me to fund a drug cartel, forcing me to fund the invasion of my own nation, the demise of my children, the demise of my prosperity and my future, and I am being forced by a taxation being imposed on me that's actually extortion to fund all this shit that's happening in America. And so every time somebody falls, my money has become blood money, and I'm not happy about that, brother. I'm angry. 
Trust me, I I I I completely understand. But you also got to remember one thing: we have to work hard because our tax dollars pay for other people's bullshit. That's what I'm talking about. Why? Why am I being forced to do that? Bird dog. Prime example. Dessert. Six soldiers died trying to to rescue this bastard who deserted. He gets this Medal of Honor pinned on his chest. His Muslim dad is standing at the podium invited by the White House. He's got five of the most notorious terrorists guilty already of multitudes of murders and crimes against humanity. We exchange it, and then they give them $50 million of my tax money, your tax money, our tax money, to these criminals these terrorists of the world that should have been dead, not held in Guantanamo. They should have been executed, but we kept them. And here we go. Now we've got six dead soldiers. Now they're finally going to uh, – uh, they've got them in a court of law, a court martial for desertion. Six soldiers are dead. You can't replace those lives. But one of those terrorists is now uh, the, the, the head of an al-Qaeda ring, and three – our heads over ISIS rings that were exchanged for Bergdahl. You think that shit wasn't done on purpose? You think Obama didn't create ISIS? You think Obama didn't call uh, in the face of the uh, American people and the entire world? He made a statement in, in a speech when he started talking about we were fighting ISIS after four accidental so-called drops of munitions and supplies to ISIS by our own military he called them ISIL. You can ask Bobby, you can look at my archives. One day after that speech, I came on, we did a show, and I said, that son of a bitch just gave them a message in the face of the public around the world. The L stands for Levant. Levant is a region. He's telling them to move forward, and they did. And now Rush Limbaugh is all like, yeah, Rush Limbaugh's finally saying why he says ISIL instead of ISIS. We said it the day after, did we not, Bobby? Yes, we did. He's an operative. And Russell Limbaugh was trying to take their credit for it. Limbaugh. Fuck Limbaugh. But here's the deal. My, my point being, brother, we know he's the enemy. We know he's forcing us to fund uh, the terrorists by way of extortion. We know there's two privatized bills that are specifically Sharia compliant. Sharia law is already here. Our Congress has agreed to it. They are... No taxation to a Muslim. You look it up. It's a bill. And there is no interest on loans. And let me tell you why they're using our tax dollars to give them a business. Let me tell you why they're tax-free. It's called the Jizya. Look it up. It's taxing infidel. It's in the Quran. That's what the bastards are doing to us. So they're forcing the invasion on us. They're forcing the Jizya, the, the, the taxation of the infidel, they're, they're living liquid free money after operating costs on a business that was handed to them that we as a white American are denied any special provision under any program. In fact, if you look up a government contract, government awarded contracts, you will see this. No white, and it says this, no white male owned business may bid on this contract. You will never see any other race uh, uh, called out or described as such in denial of a government contract except a white male-owned business. 
You tell me we're not fucked, brother. You tell me oh, why America oh, has trust me, uh, I know. Those, you know, they'll scream. They'll scream. I hear patriots do it all the time. You're not going to take away my gun. You're not going to take away my Second Amendment right. Well, you need to go back and read the Second Amendment because it's very clear and specific as to why you have that Second Amendment right and you refuse to use it. Am I calling for a revolution? Hell no. I don't want that in my country. But what I have called for and I will call for every time I do a show is you show up 300 deep, million deep, in, in, uh, or, or even, hell, 10 million. Show up 10 million deep, surround them, and tell them to come out right now and address your grievances. And I'm not telling you to do it armed even. I'm telling you to go in there and scare the shit out of them and let them look out at the multitudes that they have stirred up the hornet nest and that they have abused and failed to represent and have enslaved and invaded our country and allowed a usurper in this office to serve as POTUS, to be the most powerful man who's holding the seat, the security seat, which is over all of NATO military and of our military, decimating our military. You tell me if we didn't go into Washington 10 million deep that they wouldn't shit their britches because they knew they were fucked, they knew we had had enough. You come out now and address the grievances or we're going to exercise our right to remove you by force. That's what your Second Amendment's for. But you'll hear people bitch all day long. You're not going to take my weapon. Why? You're not going to use it for what you need it for. Quit bitching about it. Don't worry about your Second Amendment. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, <clears throat> people in California, in the Northeast, and all of these liberal areas... Yeah, they can say that, <clears throat> and they'll probably do it. But if they ever try to do a gun confiscation in oh, areas I like the West and Idaho in the South and Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, you don't think that they will oh, have a problem? I'm going to tell you right now. I, I guarantee even, you even, would. Because <laughs> you've got to worry about then you got to go onto people's land, and there are some crazy ass people out here. And you know, and I'm and I use the term crazy. I'm just saying the fact that hey, they're going to shoot you whenever they say no trespassing. They mean no trespassing. Absolutely, and, it means it at my house. I guarantee you, it does. You know, I'm 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 a firm believer. You come knocking on my door, you better have some business to attain to, or if not, you don't need to be knocking on my door. Well, that's why I'm telling people, you know, why are you screaming about they're going to take your guns? You know what to do if they come and take your guns. Those guns are for your self-defense against the tyrannical government as well. You go in enough with enough noise, enough people, and you show up in Washington and you call those bastards out, your representatives that are supposed to be working for you, not over you, and you tell them you want your grievances addressed, you want him removed right now, not in a minute, enough is enough, and you want him on trial. And if they don't do it, they're going to follow the same suit that he's going to follow, and we're going to get him on treason and misprision of felony. You go up and demand, listen, petitions haven't worked, rallies haven't worked, phone calls haven't worked, emails haven't worked, demanding an audience even at your local level is not working 
So now what do we do, brother? You're a soldier. You tell me what we do. <clears throat> well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you like we this right here. We don't want a revolution. Um, we don't want you know, you know, you Do you know who John Ritzheimer is? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. John Ritzheimer took it upon himself after the 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 Marines and the Navy and the and the the guys in the Navy were killed in Chattanooga to basically right. call out Islam and told them game on. <clears throat> now he has gone out and he has done everything he knows to do with his military training to try to organize. And 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 I'm I'm sure to some degree he has. You know I don't know the man personally. I know that he's a brother in arms, and uh, anybody who's going to stand up for the Constitution and the oath of enlistment that we all took, we all took the same oath. We all took that oath to defend our country and our Constitution against all, all dangers, foreign yes. and domestic. Yes, sir. All right. But here's the deal. Here's the kicker. This is where things have changed with that oath of enlistment. Now, whenever you try to do that, you've got the liberal media, and you've got people like um, <coughs> MSNBC and and Brian Williams and all these guys are coming out and saying, "Oh, you know, well these are these are are, are American extremists." They're you know they're they're here they they don't believe in in assimilation. No, we believe in assimilation, but you're going to assimilate the way it was meant to be. I'm, you know, we're not supposed to assimilate to you to your needs. You're coming. Right. And here's here's an example. Okay, I'm going to come over. You know, you invite me to come over to your house. Okay, well that's fine and wonderful. I'll come over to your house, but you expect me to abide by your rules. Now, if I come over there and I just start, you know, messing with all your shit and, and you know, and and leaving messes and stuff, you're going to get pissed off. A little bit. It has to do with respect, and yeah. we have we have fallen into a place where nobody respects America anymore. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and that's 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 what the liberal media has started to do, and I blame a lot of the problems on the media. Uh, well, they're controlled by the government, brother. They're they're their sort of purpose of controlling the population by means of psyop and, and words, you know. It's all uh, propaganda. That's, that's further the, yes, and it's further the division. And and Bobby and I have had so many discussions over the last two years. Uh, I actually met Bobby when I was running. He gave me the privilege of being interviewed on his show. And... Uh, we had a very interesting conversation that day, and you can look that up in the archives. It was a really, really good show, and I and I was able to express uh, my mission and uh, why I stepped up to to have enough courage to run, even though I knew I probably didn't have a shot in hell. But God, God really did this for me by 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 stepping up and becoming brave enough to operate without fear. I live my daily life without fear. And it's a, a it's a very exhilarating feeling. God removed fear from me one day, gave me the courage. He, you know, he walks with me, talks with me, and I do everything, understanding uh, that I'm doing everything I can for this country right now. Whether it's at a, a local level or a national or even an international level, I have people who supported me in my run uh, that helped to filter me through social media from four other countries. I, I was endorsed by the uh, Indian Nations, which was a first. Uh, 
I had a lot of support, and the reason I had support is because the people knew where my heart was and that I wanted to change things back as you've spoken of today. You know, let's get back to the foundation. Let's get back to what's fair and just. Let's get back to serving the people and what's right for the people and listen uh, to the people of this country. And let's take the tit out of the mouth of America. And let's get back on good relations with uh, with our um, allies who are now our enemies. And they've made sure of that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we want to avoid a revolution. And I see it come in that direction. And you're correct, sir. Because of the media, because of, uh, uh, of the division, the racial division in particular that has been stoked, uh, repeatedly by this regime We will see a civil war In this country People are pissed off The knockout games The, the constant attack on whites The constant attack on Christianity uh, The constant enforcement of taxation on us To give free shit to everybody else When I get of the age uh, to, to need a social security uh, I'm not going to call it a benefit Because it's not a fucking benefit It's a pension I paid into Okay they're, they're giving it as a benefit to people that have never worked in this country. As soon as they come in, if they're of a certain age, they're receiving Social Security benefits. Uh, that is, that's not right. That's not their money. Uh, that money was put into that program uh, by me, i.e., Becky the Worker, and that money belongs to me. And when it comes time that I will need that money, it's not going to be there for me. And I'm not real fucking happy about that either. Uh, not having. Uh, you know, you got to look at it this way: Are uh, the American income tax, the way the American income tax was set up, it was set up as a temporary tax to fund the war. Yes. Sir. Now, yes. Sir. Now it is a voluntary, mandatory tax. You can voluntarily pay it, or you can voluntarily not pay it. But either way, the IRS is going to get your money. Whether they're going to taxes and penalties or to taxes. So most people just pay the taxes just to get away with it. Well, it's extortion. It is no longer, uh, um, there's nothing legal about it and hasn't been for many, many years. So, well, that's, you know, Ted Ted Cruz Cruz came out and said that he wasn't going to, you know, said that he was going to do away with the IRS. By all means, you know. We yeah. did. We did all this stuff building Obamacare. You could have saved more money, and just by giving everybody in America a million dollars to here buy health care. You know what? You know what? You kind of hit on something right there. We've talked about that, Becky. Remember? I said yes, my sir. mother came up with a great idea. My mother said, "Why don't we give everybody over a certain age, like thirty years old?" Give them a million dollars. Tell them they have to buy a business, they have to buy a car, they have to buy, you know, whatever, blah, 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 and buy health care and insurance and whatever. But they have to put it back into our, you know, um, our economy. We keep our economy going. And it would have worked out beautifully. Yeah, yeah. Of course, well, well, for the most part it would have, but, you know, there's going to be some dumb dumb shit that's going to fuck it up for everybody else. Right. Let me tell right. you, Qaddafi, exactly. Qaddafi was taken out. When Qaddafi was killed, every person, every citizen, every natural-born citizen in, in that country had a house purchased for them by the School. government at the, at the time of marriage. 
their health care was paid for, even if they had to leave the country to get health care, life-sustaining health care, the government paid for it. Everything was paid for by the government. It was a very self-sufficient functioning entity, and they yep. rebuked the IMF. And when they rebuked the IMF, they called uh, – it made false statements that this guy was killing his own people, just like they did with Saddam Hussein, saying, uh, you know, he's uh, using chemical weapons against his own people. He's doing this. He's doing that. The, the, the oligarchy. The elite, the New World Order leadership, didn't, and the cabal could not work with him, so he had to be removed, and he had to be removed by execution. And so they killed him, and they took over the resources, and they they helped to establish what they call a democratic government uh, by way of voting of the people. In other words, they turned it over to the Muslim Brotherhood, who are their foot soldiers, who do their shitty, dirty work all over the globe. There is no moderate Muslim. There's different facets to Sharia and Caliphate and Jihad, and all these bastards that are smiling at you at the counter are not your friggin' friend. Those bastards are getting tax-free money to have that business. They're buying up the best neighborhoods, because in the Quran, it says that we deserve nothing. We are less than dogs. So they're buying up the four and $500,000 neighborhoods that have the most value. They're buying up the new homes. They're buying up other, other businesses. Good thing my property that I live on was a uh, hog farm back in the 30s. <laughs> BLM, B, yeah, yeah. Now, there you go. BLM will be up your ass in a minute, just like they're up in Oregon right now, burning down homes, businesses, power lines, and uh, killing off the grass so that their cattle can't feed. That's the other problem we got going on right now. They're doing that in Nevada, mm-hmm. too. The BLM's doing it again. And BLM is, a, BLM is a foreign entity. It is not an American uh, uh, part of the American government whatsoever. It is a foreign organization that is owned and operated by the UN. It's part of the Agenda 21, the global agenda. They use the uh, this climate uh, bullshit as uh, the biggest tool and leverage of the mother load of taking over all property, uh, all commodities, you name it, the waterways, everything. And let me ask you all a question. Have either one of you been paying attention to the oil tankers that are being held in limbo and the number of oil tankers off of our Texas coast that are not being brought in or shipped out? We had a ship with oil that was being taken to – it was almost all the way to Venezuela, I think it was, three-quarters of the, 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 the distance that it had to travel to get there, had completed it and turned around and came back and is docked outside of uh, the coast of Galveston. So you tell me what the hell's going on with that. They did that back in the 70s. That, well, that's, that's reminiscent of, of, of what happened in the 70s, and I'm going to tell you what's what's going to happen with that. Um, <clears throat> you create a fuel shortage, you're going to have people in mass panic. All right? What people need to realize is back in the 70s and – late 60s, whenever we started building all these huge-ass cars, um, and they decided, oh, well, we are we need to start. That's when that's when the environmentalists 
started coming up with all this, we need to buy smaller cars, there's acid rain, blah, 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 blah. We need to save the environment. And that's when the fuel shortages started. What stopped the fuel shortage back then is whenever all the imports that came into Miami International, into the harbor right there, all the shipping goods, the truck drivers blocked all lanes of traffic for really? miles. I think it was like 10 or 15 miles. I can't remember what it was. I, re- I was reading about it. Excuse me. <clears throat> but they blocked all lanes of travel in and out of that port for like 15 miles. Wow. And basically shut down all the import and exportation out of the southeast coast because they couldn't afford – the companies couldn't afford it, and plus the owners, the owner-operators couldn't afford the fuel cost because there was a fuel shortage. So they shut it down. Wow. Hey, you know what? Let, let me give out the number really quick here. Um, for anybody that might want to call in, join this discussion, if you have any questions, comments, otherwise, uh, 929-477-3565. That's 929-477-3565. Make sure you press the number 1 to let us know that you want to get on. Wow. Well, I tell you, um, Josh, man, you're a blessing today because you you bring a plethora of knowledge and information. And and another um, thing that you bring to the table for me personally, uh, you're, you're, you're a balance. You're a balance for my rage. Uh, for my aggravation, uh, you bring good common sense and and uh, logical thinking uh, to the show, and you have some great suggestions on how we might uh, begin to repair the the problem or, or some of the problems. There's so many uh, that we're facing right now. But I will I will say this one more time, folks: if we as American citizens do not take on the responsibility to stop this train wreck, we're finished. Because not only have they divided us, not only are they funding this terrorism, not only are they arming and funding with your money the terrorists that are already here, uh, this is why they're able to go in and buy 200 cell phones. This is why they're able to go in and buy 100 uh, calling cards. This is why they can afford to go in and buy you know, every laptop in Walmart. This is why they found IEDs and uh, pipe bombs and and, uh, incendiary devices buried right outside of one of those Walmarts in Missouri. Uh, They're here. We know about the training camps. The FBI even admitted that they're here. They're being funded and protected by your government, the oligarchy, the usurpers, the, the, the enemy of the people. And if we don't do something soon, how do you take an armed nation who refuses to give up their arms? How do you conquer them? You infiltrate them at a municipal level. You infiltrate them at a judicial level. You infiltrate them at a governmental level. You infiltrate them in your educational levels. You uh, teach them uh, to be accepting of your uh, your so-called religion, which is actually a cult. That's what they're doing to our kids today. They've turned them into socialists. They've turned them into uh, communists. 
uh, they're accepting Islam, they're accepting the invasion as just helping somebody out under a refugee program. You can call it whatever you want to. It is an act of war on the American people. But how do we do that? How are we going to conquer this country? Well, let's decimate the military. Let's get rid of them by a litmus test, those that won't fire on Americans or invade their homes to take their property, uh, i.e. your guns. Let's uh, use people. uh, We'll we'll take people out of the military that won't do that. We'll put foreigners in the military. and We'll promise them a citizenship. We know they have no honor to the American people. They'll do and. They'll do anything that we tell them to do. But you have to outnumber us. So so now they've accomplished that. There is now more foreign bodies in the last four years brought into America than there are American citizens in my own city, in my own state. We are, we are outnumbered now as an American in the state of Texas, and that is a fact. And I'm sure that it's like this all over the country. And they continue to bring them in by plane, train, buses. I open the border and just let them in. They're trafficking them in. These poor people didn't just all find their way into Europe, into America. No country that has taken in hundreds and hundreds of thousands of these foreign invaders who have ill will for you, that has been taught from birth to kill the infidel. This is being funded, and we need to cut the head of the snake off that is doing this funding. But they're being given the right to a weapon. They're given the right to vote. We know voting's theater, so I really don't get all bent out of shape on that one because it's all bullshit anyway. It's just so people think that they have a say-so in who's governing over them. Um, so what are we doing? What are we doing? We're sitting here day by day, and we're allowing this shit to take place in our own homeland. We, we're walking, flinching like a beaten dog cowering in a corner allowing this shit to take place and we have got to find a collective way to do this so we will be at war in our cities and the things that you're going to see and my brother who's a veteran can testify to this are by far more horrific than anything you saw in a Hollywood movie thing that you saw in a video game or anything that you could possibly have imagined or dreamed your own people are going to panic They're going to burn your house. They're going to kick your door in. They're going to do whatever they can to feed their family. They're going to take the goods that you have accumulated. They're going to try to get your weapon to defend their own family because they were too damn ignorant or poor to get their own. Then you've got the the haters and the criminals. It's a free-for-all. There's no law, right? So they're going to do whatever they want, and if Whitey... Uh, happens to be in the area of a bunch of black people that hate Whitey and want to kill Whitey, and they're on, on board with Farrakhan. They're coming after you. Laraz is coming after you. And the foreign military can I, can I, is can coming after you. On that one, something right quick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> you're talking about you're you're talking about all all of this stuff happening, and and I, mm-hmm. and I see a, I see a good bit of it coming. I do. I do see mm-hmm. a good bit of it coming. And you're talking about us being beaten around like dogs. You gotta remember one thing. And and, and everybody listening needs to remember this. <clears throat> whenever it comes to times like that right there, whenever yes, war breaks out, whenever yes, sir. all of these atrocities happen. Um I, I'm, let me let me let me let me give you a good analogy to this. All right. You keep beating a dog, 
eventually that dog's going to get mean. Yes, sir. And whenever that dog gets mean, it's going to be vicious. Yes, and any time you come in, come at this dog, no matter how good your intentions are, you're going to get bit. You're yes, going to get mauled. You're going to get tore up. Now, I'm not saying that every person is going to be like this because you're going to have some people that are going to be like little foo-foo, ankle-biter, chihuahuas, and shih tzus, yes, and whatever the hell else. But for the most part, most of these people who are veterans, who are patriots, are going to come out, and they're going to be a pit bull. They're going to be and the most vicious animal ever seen. And that's and when that happens, Yep. Well, but when that happens, when that happens, you're going to see something so glorious and so 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 amazing that no words will be able to put it, to, you know, put words to it. You're not going to be able to put words to it. It's going to happen. And whenever it happens, that's when everybody who thinks that they're in their little golden tower, they can't be touched are going to start worrying. And when that happens, that's when you're going to see the change. I hate to say it like that, that. because that's what it looks like. I get that, brother, but I cannot paint a more horrific picture so that people understand the importance of the reality that we face. And I didn't even get to You want to see the reality that you face? You want to to give a good example of that? Watch the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. Watch the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Watch watch 300. You want to see how people kill? You want to see how people maim? You want to see blatant disregard for human life? Watch some very graphic, very graphic war movie, and then you're scratching the surface because... Whenever barely it, it's fine to watch it. It's fine to watch it from a movie standpoint because it's not happening to you. But whenever it's happening and the shit hits the fan and you've got you can hear the rounds whizzing past your head and the person next to you fighting falls yes, sir. or their head explodes. That's yes, when sir. shit gets real, folks. That's and when that's the shit's when gonna get real. Happen. And that's where you're either gonna have to buck you know Buck up, little beaver, and you better start squeezing that trigger. Well, you can sit and, down and, and crawl, but you're going to die. And you think and about I, it. You know, I'm not, trying to, be, I'm not trying to be morbid about it. But it's true. But damn. <laughs> and I'm I'm trying so desperately, brother, to, uh, to, to, to warn the people, to be the watchman, as I feel I've been appointed to be, as God has given me the platform to be, to be the most truthful. Uh, it doesn't always taste good. My deliverance isn't always ladylike or pretty, uh, but it is, in fact, fact. And and I check and double-check and double-check and double-vet the information that I give out on the show. So does Bobby, uh, and so do our guests. They're well-informed, well-educated. Uh, they're well-aware. And God is bringing us all together for a reason. And he's, he's, he's putting his warriors in the path of the other warriors who were willing to stand up and make that sacrifice, who are willing to take those chances right now of being incarcerated or having their door kicked in or even being eliminated by the oligarchy because they're too loud and they're making a difference. And we've seen this time and time again. But the reality is, even in the most horrific things that you're watching in these shows, 
I have watched the videos, thousands, hundreds of thousands probably at this point over the last seven years of what Islam does to women and to children and the raping and the pillage and the decapitation and the slaughtering and the torture and the torment and the horrific deaths that are going to be suffered are going to be suffered right here in America because the bastards are here and they're being brought in and they have no love for you and they are going to kill you along with the haters that have been brought up to be brainwashed that you are in fact the enemy. All right. Ask you, ask you, ask, I want you to do me a favor. Whenever yes, your brother served, and he went, and he was over there in it. Yes, sir. We had, we had rules of engagement that we had to follow, that we couldn't fight here. We couldn't fight there because some sheep didn't want bloodshed on his property. Right. <clears throat> That's not going to be the case in America. In America, there Amen. will be no rules of engagement. And yes, whenever sir. you see all these videos happening where all these all all you know, ISIS is coming out there and they're popping people in the head and they're digging mass graves and shooting all these people. <clears throat> what do you think's gonna happen whenever uh they start attacking on American soil? You're gonna have people coming out of the woodwork. You're gonna have gun crazy people coming out of the woodwork and they're gonna start popping people off and that's when it's gonna start. But not only are you gonna have to worry about the gun crazy people, you're gonna have a lot of veterans. You're going to have a lot of patriots. You're going to have rednecks. You're going to have militias. You're going to have yes. skinheads. You're going to have every person who has an opportunity to change America, at least to try to change it to their benefit, fighting for the same cause. And whenever that happens, that's when you see a change. I hate to say it like that, you know, and I don't know any other way to say it, but, but the way it is. And I'm not the type of person, I'm not going to sit here and blow sunshine up your ass. I'm not going to sugarcoat bullshit and try to feed it to you. I'm going to give you the bitter truth. I'm, I, I don't pussyfoot around whenever it comes to talking. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel, and I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And and that's, that's the simple, basic truth to it right there. You You, you said I bring balance to your show. On this show, mm-hmm. um, I get my balance. Y- you want to learn history? Pick up a book. You want to see yes, it theatric? You you, you want to see you want to see a theatrical version of something? I, I suggest you watch any type of ancient history movie, King Arthur, you know, three hundred things of that nature. Yeah, you can watch the movie. Ooh, they're they're killing people. You got to look at the deeper meaning of the pitch of, of the movie. You start looking at the deeper meaning of things and picking up history books and start reading these things and what happened and how it was brought about, then you can make a change. Well, we're seeing history repeat itself, and this is the fall of Rome once again. We watched World War One. we watched World War Two. we watched the Civil War, uh, you know. We're seeing World War Three in action, and people just don't realize because the media hasn't told them World War Three has actually taken place. They don't realize that that, in fact, is the truth. Well, people don't believe it's World War Three because you don't have ship blowing up. You don't have planes flying over overhead. You don't have, you know, you have invasion, but you don't have the same invasion that, 
you you see you don't, you don't see people land yeah you don't see people landing on the beach jumping off jumping out of the beach with with BARs and 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 Thompson machine guns shooting the shit out of Nazis you know and punching Nazis in the mouth no it's not happening like that yeah yeah well and I try to tell people daily brother whenever I'm doing my show there are many facets to war and we're definitely in it we are in the throes of war the war is here uh, and it's with our own government. Uh, that is not our government. It is is a, a foreign entity that's operating as government in America, and we're in a world of shit. And if we don't do something to change the direction of this war, <clears throat> and I never call for violence, I never call for a revolution. One of my, and we can say hi to him. One of my my frequent flyers, uh, Bobby and I have uh, someone in Washington that likes to listen to us uh, pretty regular. Am I correct, Bobby? Uh, we don't advocate oh, yeah. violence on the show. We don't advocate the violence, but what we do say is it's time to take action. And there's many ways to thwart a war, and sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. You have to use reverse psychology. You have to play with the enemy as if you are the enemy, and you have to infiltrate them like they've infiltrated us. And you definitely have to make a show. uh, When you go to rally anywhere, 100 people is nothing but a laughable offense to them. Uh, you start showing up by the hundreds of thousands, and you start showing up by the by the millions, and you make these little bastards shaking their boots, understanding that there is nowhere they're going to be safe if they do not address the war that has been imposed on the people of America by its own government and by way of invasion. If we don't do something effectively and as peacefully as possible, but with a show of numbers, we're we're toast. Everything that you and I just described will be an occurrence in this country. Yeah, I I I, I completely agree. You know, um, I, I do. I, you know, I love my country. I love the country that I served. I love the country that I protected. But where we're headed to now, this ain't it. No, sir. There, this there ain't is it no at prosperity all. for. There's no prosperity for an American in this country, and and at the at the risk of, of sounding very racist in what I'm about to state, but it's the truth, and I don't give a damn about political correctness. I'm going to tell it like it is. I'm like you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There is no prosperity for the white American in this country today, period. If you're not on board with the oligarchy, if you don't have your nasty hands in socialism, your prosperities have been stripped away from you and handed to everybody but you, and you are excluded, and they are calling you out by your race and by your gender. And I gave you well, a socialism is only going to work them. until you run out of somebody else's money. It, exactly. And if Americans would file exempt, you want to break this bastard? You want to break this camel's back? You want to totally uh, destroy their capability to impose your own demise on you by way of taxation? You, and, and you're tired of seeing these bastards running around here with an EBT card, driving a brand new car, can't speak English, owning businesses while you struggle to feed your family, while that second job that you need in order to just to pay for your health care has been given to a foreign body, which, by the way, they're going to quadruple the foreign uh, uh, positions in the job market, and that's already uh, been proposed and passed by Congress, just in case you folks don't uh, know that. Oh, oh, oh Further, that's tag along on that? to tag along yeah, on yeah. that, and, and yes, I, this just came across. I, I can't vet it, 
because I don't know that it's that it's one hundred percent true. Um, they just passed a law in um Arizona. Uh, a friend of mine in Arizona uh sent this put this out and um he's on this thing where they do veteran uh veteran patrols. Veterans yes, sir. go around and they patrol, you know, making sure people aren't doing stupid shit and bad shit, whatnot. Um there are home there's a large population of homeless veterans in the Phoenix area. Yes. Uh, government officials have done told them that they need to vacate the premises and they're not gonna give them any means of getting shelter, getting food, any type of health care. But they're gonna turn around and give money to these immigrants in housing and medic and medical care. You tell me what's wrong with this picture, with this picture right here. Well, brother, you, know, you don't think it's going to happen? Have... It's going to happen in every state. <laughs> well, here's 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 the the, the god awful truth about why they're doing this to our veterans. And I know this I know this in my heart. I feel like God put it on my heart because He answers my questions of frustration if I just sit and listen and, and talk to Him. Good. You guys are killing machines. You are the most dangerous body to the oligarchy and to the cabal, to the New World Order, to the NATO, to the UN nation. You patriots who have served, you veterans who have served with a good and kind heart, not understanding that they were using you in every battle uh, to, to... change positions of government and to to take over areas for resource purposes. You guys went in and you guys went in with a good heart. You went in with the right attitude. You wanted to make a difference. You stood up. You were very courageous. But you are trained assassins. You are trained. You are killing machines. You are the biggest danger to these son of a bitches that are doing what they're doing today. So how how did they control you, and how did they keep you from being a threat? They keep you destitute. They keep you on psychotropic drugs. They inject you with poisons. They put you in regions where you're being poisoned, and then they bring you home, and they keep you destitute. They cut your money. They uh, deny you medical care. You have the worst medical care of any medical care in the country, and they keep you homeless, and they keep you so depressed that you kill yourself. You're either going to die from the disease or you're going to kill yourself. But the damn sure, sure of one thing is that if they can keep you separated, divided, depressed, that, that you are not a collective threat to them. And in my heart, I believe that's the absolute truth as to why they mistreat our soldiers the way they mistreat them. And that pisses me enough off to go in there and kick the dog shit out of every one of them. Well, you say you, you, the tr- the training the training is a byproduct. What is the biggest threat that a veteran poses is their ability to sink under pressure, think under fire, to keep yes, a sir. level hit. If you're able to do that, then you are, by all means, very very dangerous. Well, I believe I believe that's why the veterans are receiving the treatment that they received today and have been for many years. 
Uh, it very well, that, that that very well could be. That very well could be. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I I you know I I really didn't know what I was going to say whenever I came on to the show today. Um, you kind of you kind of hit me hit, hit, caught me off guard with that one. Um, I just like I said I'm I'm, I'm speaking out of out of anger and I'm speaking out of what I believe. Well, you're speaking and with the left hand, brother. Yeah, and that's very unlike me because usually I blow up and I'm more of an asshole. <laughs> so, well, brother, you have a, you have a huge platform here. Um, you're welcome on this show, and I think Bobby would agree with me. Bobby, are you still with us, brother? Yeah, I'm here. I, I believe uh, Bobby would agree with me. You're welcome back on the show anytime. Right here. Uh, if you have it, anytime. Agree, Bobby? Yeah. Okay. I, right. I, I appreciate it. Uh, um, I'm going to get off of here. I'm going to get in here and uh, all right. get to my rat killing. But y'all have a good night and God bless. Hey, God bless you, brother. And thank you so much again for coming on to Rage Against the Regime. Uh, I've been getting a lot of text messages and, and uh, IMs. Uh, uh, our people are loving everything that you have to say, and uh, you were a big hit today. We appreciate you. Uh, no problem. All right. You have a blessed Merry Christmas, brother. Uh, All right, too. Bobby. Um, thank you again. Uh, folks, uh, that was our brother, Josh. Uh, if, if you don't know him, uh, I'll post his video up. Please. Please go and watch his video. It was a powerful message that he sent out to us today, and uh, I, ha- I couldn't help myself. I had to bring him up. Bobby, I know I talked a lot, and I didn't give you much airtime, brother. Uh, we've got uh, some more callers uh, on the line, but I'm going to let you take over. Uh, you got some stuff going on in Chicago that's uh, uh, pretty alarming as well. Um, do you happen to know what's going on in your local area that uh, the people need to pay attention to right now? You know, <laughs> there's there's a lot going on here. I mean, you know, I don't know exactly which one you're talking about, but I mean, there there's so much going on here right now. It's 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 unbelievable, especially when it comes to, you know, the um the mayor and anybody that's associated with any of that um, you know, in in the whole police department thing and you know, it, it's just mad craziness, and then you know we we have a we have a very high Muslim population here. Okay, we have been for many many years, and um, you know, th- with Rahm Emanuel being Obama's butt buddy, that's what I call him because they're best friends. Okay, so you know, don't think for a second that Rahm Emanuel is going to be taken out of office very easily because a lot of people are like, oh. You know, he should be out now, and, you know, he this and that and this and that. It's like, hello, no, he's not going to be going anywhere very fast because Obama is the one that's going to help him stay in place. So I don't know exactly, you know, what specifically what you're talking about, but, you know, um, there, there's there's a lot to talk about about this area. Well, I, I, I know that uh, somebody had mentioned to me, and I haven't been able to bet it yet. You probably know more about it than I do. Um, I know that um, 
Ron Emanuel, they were talking about bringing him up on charges. What's going on with that? Do you know anything about it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, he's uh, he's under investigation right now for a lot of things that are going on. Not just okay. Before the video came out, they were going to investigate it. Rahm Emanuel said, you know, something about you know being done with it, letting it go, whatever. And he wasn't even going to allow them to release the video. Then, you know, of course, somebody had to be thrown under the bus, so he threw McCarthy under the bus. And I'm going to tell you something. McCarthy came from Boston, okay? Very, very big law enforcement background. Um, You know, super cop, you know, is, is kind of what they were trying to direct him as, is a super cop. And... I think he um, was a little bit um, overwhelmed with all the things going on here. I mean, come on, the highest murder rates in the cap in in, in the whole uh, in the whole United States. Um, then you have the likes of people. Um, you know, it, it, this city is ran like a machine. This is a democratic city. Okay, the state of Illinois is a Republican state, but the city is a democratic city. Everything is union here. Okay, so for the most part, nothing happens without a union. So that that's how it was ran forever and a day. So now, Rahm Emanuel has been trying to change that, and you know that that's not just going to happen very easily. But he's under investigation. I I think that they're going to get rid of him pretty soon here. I think that it's going to be a fight, though, because Obama's going to, you know, of course have his back and do all that type of stuff. But, uh, yeah, he's he's under investigation. And um, some people are saying that he's even looking at federal prison time, you know, and, and that would be quite interesting if it happened. He deserves it. Yeah. So. Well, I know he's crooked as hell, and I know he's a huge part of the problem. Um, Absolutely. He 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 definitely needs to to uh, serve some serious time for his assistance in the crimes against humanity in in uh, Illinois, and he has influence yep. in other states uh, with other uh, uh, positions of government. So, uh, you know, uh, good luck to you guys up there. You you you've got one of the 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 worst. <laughs> You know the worst representations in the entire country. Uh, they're all, they're all crooked, Bobby. They're all crooked. They all got their hand in the kitty. They're all getting the the uh, perks uh, for destroying America. And I, I certainly hope that he crashes and burns. Hey, I have a I have right. a question for you. Um, have you seen uh, the article that uh, that American Thinker put out uh, quoting uh, Brett Bart? Report that Bergdahl is uh, being court-martialed, but that it also indicts Obama. Um, I I, I kind of missed you for a second there, and and you came back. That's I didn't okay, hear the whole question. Bergdahl court-martial also indicts Obama. <laughs> yeah, he's guilty General of everything. Abraham, yeah, uh, General Robert. B. Abrahams, the head of the uh, Army Forces Command at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, um, shows the remains at least one general not 
uh, cowed by the president. Uh, purge of officers deemed insufficiently subservient to his policies of appeasement, unilateral disarmament, and uh, he's uh, bringing indictment charges against Obama uh, for for many reasons. But uh, the way that he embraced Bergdahl and his Muslim daddy uh, is is really got this general up in ruffles. And uh, uh, knowing that this guy was an army deserter, then turning over the enemy who's wreaking havoc on the world and funding them uh, has really got this guy pissed off. So I wish more generals would stand up and and uh, grow a spine and say we're not gonna we're not gonna allow you to to destroy America any longer. Um you know what, Becky, hang on, I got an emergency call on the other line. Um, I'll be right back. All right, brother, go ahead. Go ahead. For anybody out there that would like to call in, we'd love to hear uh, anything that you would like to add or comment uh, concerning today's show. Please give us a call at area code nine seven. I'm sorry, nine two nine four seven seven three five six five. That's nine two nine four seven seven three five six five. We'd love to hear uh, your input on the subject matter of the show today as well as any um, information that you might be able to bring to the table that the American public needs uh, to be aware of. We are the voice of America, and and if we don't uh, uh, work together collectively uh, to get this information out, especially um, due to the current situation that we're in, the threat that we're under, the war that has ensued, uh, then we, of course... um, we, we we then will be um, will be guilty. The blood will be on our hands if we do do not uh, yield to being the watchman. So please call in nine two nine four seven seven three five six five. All of my callers dropped off the board at the same time, so I may be having a technical issue. Um, that may be the case, and uh, I want to touch uh, base on a couple other things. <clears throat> that you may or may not have been uh, aware of. Uh, Army officers are being granted temporary position to grow their beard and wear religious headdress. That's for the Sikhs and the Muslims that have joined our military ranks. Uh, excluded from that privilege would be any American who is serving that is not of those two religions. Uh, we have some other things that are going on right now. Uh, we have a school in Virginia uh, that is having, through their calligraphy, our children um, in the Common Core system uh, being taught about Islam, and uh, they're writing there is no other God but Allah, and they're doing it in Arabic. I'm sorry about a that. Repetitive, oh. That's all right, brother. It's a repetitive um, um, writing that they have to do in order to perfect uh, the Arabic uh, writing. But the message that they're being made to write is actually the blasphemy of Christ. Your children's souls are being stolen, and Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So by way of saying there's no other God but Allah, they are denying the creation, the uh, the creator, and denying Christ, which is, in fact, the blasphemy, which is the unforgivable sin. Guaranteed ticket to hell. So do not let your children be corrupted through common core curriculum to deny Christ. Don't let it happen. Bobby, I was touching on uh, the calligraphy. 
in Arabic that is uh, being uh, taught to the children in Virginia right now, and I assume it's going to be across the board because Common Core curriculum is just that. It's the same curriculum across the board. Where they're having them write, there is no other God but Allah in Arabic, and uh, the the uh, the assignment is that they have to be able to write it properly so that it's a repetitive thing. Uh, so it's a repetitive denial of Christ unknowingly uh, by uh, way of Common Core, and right. that right there piss you off enough to go in and rip a teacher's head off. <laughs> well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing that drives me crazy. They are taking advantage of us through our kids. And what I mean by that is all the things that they're doing, you know, that they're having the kids, you know, uh, do a, uh, you know, give, give thanks to Allah Day, you know, and then uh, one day, you know, they're they're making them pray to Allah, you know, all these different things that our kids have no business any part of. Okay, no part of it whatsoever. And they're not even asking permission of the parents. Okay, they're not saying, hey, you know, today we're thinking about, you know, on such and such day we're thinking about doing this, you know, with the kids and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, we want to get your written consent for it. They're not doing that. They haven't been doing that. So yeah. that's what Common Core is all about. I mean, you know, they're they're teaching, they're doing teachings of things that you know that is is just not justified. I I don't understand why parents are allowing this to happen. You know, I held a conversation with Ty, my godson, uh, yesterday and the day before, and I I was in the living room and I shouted back to the room. No, I actually had Natalie do it. I said, uh, ask Ty if they're teaching him about Islam in school. It was after I read that post about the Arabic uh, calligraphy and and there's no other God but Allah. So she shouts to him and he said, yeah, they're teaching us about Islam, but we're already finished with that. That was the whole month of November. And uh, then he he says, uh, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, that happens to be their new year. It's coming into the Islamic New Year. But so then he goes, he goes, they're teaching, yeah, no, he goes, they're teaching us about other religions as well. And when I heard him say that, I said, watch this, Natalie. Uh, I bet they taught him about the Christian crusades because it's what they always use to say Christians are violent. They went around killing a bunch of people too, yada, yada, yada. But what they don't ever tell you when they engage you in that argument is that, the Crusades were uh, an answer to 469 years, let that resonate, 469 years of the slaughtering of human beings by Islam, the domination, taking away everything from them, 469 years, anybody that wasn't a Muslim, and even their own people, different tribes, they would just go in and kill everybody. And finally, uh, the Crusades, were the result of that. They they somebody had to rise up and fight back. They were killing Christians in multitudes. By the hundreds of millions they were slaughtering people. And so right. uh, I said, Watch this Nat, he's gonna say they taught him about the Crusades, but I guarantee they didn't teach him about why they occurred because they're not gonna slander Islam, right? And sure as shit, what do you think came out of his mouth whenever she said, what did they teach you about Christianity? The first word 
They taught us about the Crusades. I said, there you have it. <laughs> and she looked at me right. stunned. She goes, what are the Crusades and how did you know that? And then I explained to her what I just said. And, uh, you know, uh, they're, they, they are using our children. They're demonizing Christianity uh, in the Common Core curriculum. They're validating or giving um, a pass to the Muslims for being violent because, they hey, the Christians are violent too, thereby right. uh, pitting them against Christianity. And now they're teaching them to blasphemy the Holy Ghost and Christ and God himself. There is no other God but Allah. Right. They're causing them to accept, be accepting of of Islam. In that same school, they... Uh, one of the uh, uh, challenges was walk a mile in a Muslim's uh, shoes, and they put hijabs or uh, hijabs on uh, the the American and Christian girls uh, and sent them out into public to show them what it was like to be a Muslim in America. What the fuck is that? Right, right. Just like they have people wearing the hijab. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 for what? For what? Seriously. Or so people can stereotype other people. That's all it is. Well, it's it's not just that; it's to give acceptance and and uh, to have empathy. Right, and, and it's Islam. saying, "Hey, it's okay to do this. It's okay to be that." When yes. in all actuality, yes. it's not up to the schools to say that. It's up to the parents and up to the family values to agree or disagree with whatever they are trying to teach. That's why they well, send home consent forms and get the okay. But they're not doing that. They're not sending home a consent. Exactly. And, and part of when Common Core was implemented uh, and, and noticed by the public in America, it's actually been in place since 1953. They've been shoving it in there uh, as quickly as they can to brainwash the, right. the generations into socialistic and Islamic acceptance. What, what happened in reality, uh, is it's all part of the brainwashing. It's all part of the invasion and accepting the invasion as uh, uh, refugees coming to find a better way in America. Uh, it's brainwashing our own to go against the Christians and the patriots. Our own children are coming against us in this battle because they've right. been brainwashed. And when they right. when they put that system in place, Bobby. Uh, they did a non-disclosure contract with the superintendents and the teachers that they could not disclose curriculum to the parents. They didn't send the the schoolwork uh, that was questionable like this of Islam uh, to the parents that the parents didn't have knowledge of it. Right. And the kids didn't share it with mom and dad because they didn't feel like it was important. Well, so when you've got somebody signing, making our teachers sign a non-disclosure agreement, and the non-disclosure was to the parents, we have a fucking problem, Bobby. Right. There's a problem there, bud. You want to know what what uh, what your son is learning in school? Do you not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're we're all up in whatever he's being taught and learning and stuff. I mean, we're all up in it. Did you see I don't know. where six students were uh, expelled from kindergarten? Uh, yeah. Or it might have even been pre-K. 
uh, for sexual activity in the closet that have been going on for over a year? Yeah. I mean, something is very, very, very wrong with this. Very wrong with this. I mean, you've got little girls taking little boys and little girls in there and, and crowding around two of them while they act out. Uh, sexual activity, and your teacher doesn't know this is going on. It turns out it's been going on for the entire school year and even last year. How the hell do you right, know that your students are in a closet? But it also makes you wonder, I mean, where is it coming from? You know it's coming from the home. It's got to be. Well, I mean, the, they, they're not seeing this about, in school. They're seeing it at their houses, for sure. You're talk, You're exactly right, but you're talking about MTV, you're talking about BH1, you're talking about all those music videos, the reality TV, hell, even our cartoons. I did a, I did a rant on uh, Adult Swim. Oh, I remember that. Yep. Yep. You know, kids are being exposed, and you're right, it is the parents. Parents need to have control. My grandson showed back up at my house uh, to stay for the weekend, and the first mm-hmm. thing he did was he went to look for his Cartoon Network, and we had put a block on it. And he said, "Oh, Mimi, I can't get I can't get Cartoon Network." And I said, "You absolutely cannot, because I didn't just watch Adult Swim. I paid attention that day to watch the other shit that was on there, right. with the messages being delivered in SpongeBob and some of the other cartoons that are on there." And and you talk about Cleveland Brown or The Simpsons, primetime TV, regular TV, yeah. kids are watching yep. this shit. Um, yeah, my wife, she's, she's all over that stuff, too. I mean, one day we were sitting there, and I don't know what we were doing. We were probably sitting and talking or whatever, and Owen's watching TV, and he's got on the Cartoon Network, and all of a sudden they said something about something, and I can't remember what the exact words were, so I don't want to be, you know, misquoted. But it was something adult-orientated, like maybe they used the word masturbation or something, okay? And all of a sudden, we were talking, and my wife stopped for a second. She says, wait a minute, what did they just say? And we've got that replay, you know, where you can press the button and, you know, make it go back. And then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. she replayed it again. She replayed it again, and she's like... That's what I thought that they said. And she goes, oh, no, you're not going to be watching this. And it's like, wait a minute. You know, he, he doesn't know what they said. So now, you know, it's like, what do you mean I can't watch it? You know, so now you got to, now you have to explain yourself. And you have to explain to your child why they cannot watch whatever the program is. Yeah, yeah. Which, exactly. which you know, is a fight in itself. Yes, sir. Well, they, they, so. they're working very, uh, the networks, Hollywood, the writers, the media, uh, the teachers, you know, society as a whole, the music industry, to demoralize right. completely and corrupt the minds of our children. And who's in control of that? That's you and me, Bobby. That's that's uh, that's a positive uh there's there is positive parenting that needs to be the initiative in the household. And I've said it and I'll say it again. Take the damn cell phones away from your kids. If they need to get a hold right. of you uh from school 
or you need to know where they're at and what they're doing, instill some morals in them and some responsibility and respect. Take take the cable TV and get rid of it. Get rid of it or lock every damn thing out of it, but that that is wholesome for your children to view. And and take the radio, the boombox out of the friggin' room. Lyrics about get all up in that ass and, and all that crap that is being fed to our kids is demoralizing our children. It's a, it's um, encouraging sexual promiscuity uh, to be a bitch or a whore uh, and that it's acceptable to be that and, and for, uh, you know, somebody to abuse you uh, as a female or for boys to uh, view women in such light. We we have to take it back, but it starts at home. You're correct, Bobby. It starts at home, um, brother. Well, a lot of people um, a lot of people won't won't say that it's their fault. They won't even say that it originated from their house, and that's a problem because that's people not accepting you know the truth pretty much. Uh, they're not accepting the responsibility. Children are a gift. That's a gift. It's not a burden, and it's not something uh, to be taken lightly to become a parent. It's not uh, It's not like a puppy. It grows up, and you put it out in the yard, and you ignore it. You know, you don't do that right. with your children. You you right. remain involved. You engage them in conversations. You, in, you build a sense of respect and authority, and you uh, entrust, you right. know, in your wisdom and impart that to your children and they'll impart it to their children, and, and then the, these problems go away for society. Because at the end of the day, your kid grows up, and I have to deal with the disrespectful, foul-mouthed, little pants-sagging, tit-hanging-out disrespect in public, and, and many times it's imposed on me personally. And I, I don't love your baby like you love them at all, <laughs> you know? I love right. my children, uh, but when I've come up against those situations in a public venue, I don't put up with their shit. I, I, I don't love them like you do. I'm, I'm not going to be kind to them. And if uh, if attacked physically, I'm going to put them in, I'm going to toe tag them or I'm going to put them in a very bad state, if at all possible, uh, so that that threat on my body and my person, my life, my goods, my whatever, uh, is protected, you know. Remember that when you send your 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 children out into the world, we don't love them like you do. It's not that we don't love them; it's just that we won't be assaulted like that and uh, turn our cheek. Sure. You know, and that's the truth. Well, Bobby, I know that you've got to get your son. We've only got a couple minutes on the show, and I'm sorry that I hogged it all with Josh. Uh, no, it's okay. We've got. We've got premium package now. We can we can do sh- uh, show every day. We've got ninety seconds. Bobby, why don't you close out uh, the show, and uh, I'll talk to you later, brother. Let me know what the doctor says about the baby. Right. Well, um, it was it was definitely good to be back on the air. Um, don't know how often that's going to happen, but <laughs> it was definitely good to be back on the air. That's for sure. And. Uh, you know, I kind of uh, kind of took a step back for a little while, and um, you know, still pretty much doing my thing. But uh, Becky was kind enough to pick up where I kind of left off, and uh, you know, grabbed the bull by the horns, and uh, you know, picked up the premium package, and you know, is now able to uh, 
to do shows as much as possible, or at least one a day anyway. But uh, I, I want to um, thank everybody that's been asking, you know, hey, what's going on with the show? When's the show coming back? When are you guys going to be doing stuff? You know, it, it, it's like every day, you know, somebody says, hey, you know, you haven't done a show in a while. What's going on? You guys going to be doing shows and so on and so forth. And I, I had some personal issues today with, you know, family members and stuff. And I had an emergency last Got night that happened. So, everybody, have a, thank you for listening, and uh, we're looking forward to you coming back next time. So, this is Rage Against we'll the Regime Podcast. Tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Right. Bye-bye. Bye, brother.